We have breaking news. Let's get right to it. The past 24 hours, we've seen 34 new cases of COVID-19 here in Utah. Following breaking news out of Utah, a magnitude 5.7 earthquake hitting just after 7 a.m. local time, about 10 miles west of Salt Lake City. We need 100 to 150,000 tests a day. Yes, welcome to the podcast. I don't really know what this podcast is going to be called, what it entails, but I'm glad that you click play and that you're coming on this journey with me. Um, a lot going on right now. Um, we are in quarantine. Um, well, not really mandatory quarantine here in uh, Utah right now. Um, but it is being highly suggested that you stay home, that you are not out with um, groups larger than 10, which is weird because they originally was like, um, people that are over the age of 60 do not go out, um, do not, um, be around groups of that size and so on and so forth. Um, being, a, a group over the, uh, the amount of 20, but, um, to my knowledge that has changed, I'm not a hundred percent sure how much that's changed. Um, it's really, uh, it's really, um, kind of discouraging to have, um, being told one thing, but then being told another with this whole, um, coronavirus thing. Um, it's, 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 man, so much going on. Um, I am live on IG live right now. Uh, everybody on IG live. Hi. Um, I'm currently podding. Don't really know what this podcast is going to be about, but, uh, if you want to join, please, uh, shoot me an invite and you can come on live with me. And we can uh, we can talk. Um, yeah, so a lot's going on in Utah. Um, I mentioned the coronavirus. I mentioned the um, the isolation, the quarantine. Uh, um, on top of that, last Wednesday we had an earthquake um, that hit. It was a five point seven. Um, magnitude 5.7 and it hit on the just on the west side of uh salt lake city so if you're not familiar with utah it's just west of salt lake city pretty much like i don't know how to explain it like salt lake city has a bunch of other like suburb cities within it um which is it's cool but um yeah, so Wednesday, 7.09 in the morning. Mind you, we're all we're all quarantined, right? Meaning that we do not, uh, most of us don't go to work inside the office. Um, me personally, I work in the medical field. Medical field. Um, so my whole company was like, yo, do not go in the office, work from home. Um, thank God I work for a company that's really understanding. They uh, work with us so much and they, they really put our safety first. And, um, I really, really appreciate that. I've, um, I know I'm bouncing all around. Like I said, this is my thoughts. I'm getting my thoughts out right now. Um, IG live is asking me what, what, what this is about. Um, this is really, it's a Saturday. I decided to come to the, to the studio. Mind you, I'm self quarantining. So there's nobody else in the studio right now. Um, there's nobody else even in our building. I didn't see nobody. I didn't hear nobody. Um, so uh, I figured it would be safe to come straight from my house to here 
to record this and then um, maybe future state, maybe um, record a little bit at my house or something. But um, yeah, so um, right before the earthquake, right before uh, it was really highly suggested to stay home, uh, my company was able to send me home and sent me home with all my materials and everything like that. Um, let's see. Uh, Samson says, check out my music. Sorry, I'm, I'm checking IG live right now saying, check out my music. Uh, it's all about preach. Yeah. So this is, there's no, no, if you're on IG live and you want to come on live with me, just send me, send me a request and, and we can get you on the pod and we can talk. Um, uh, and it's about whatever. Um, but yeah, sorry again, I'm jumping all over the place. Um, but, uh, yeah, my life, I, I got home, I got all of my, uh, equipment home. I was able to, um, work from home and, uh, feel safe about it. Um, and I love it. I love it. I love working from home. Uh, not really much has changed as far as my daily stuff in in general. I was not around a a bunch of crowds in general. Anyway, if I was around anybody, it was maybe tops five people. Um, it wasn't a whole bunch. Uh, most of the time, the most amount of people that I would be around was when I went to the bar to work. But now that, um, where restaurants are, are closed here and bars are closed here in, in Utah and Salt Lake city, um, my, that second income is gone. So it's a little bit challenging there, but um, at the same time, it's a good thing because obviously I don't want to get sick. And if I am somebody that is carrying this virus, because to be honest with you, we don't know. We don't know if we're all carrying this virus. We don't know if it even is a virus. Um, I'm just going based upon um, the the information that like the news is providing and things like that. Um, it's there's a lot of conspiracy theorists out there and I get it. I get it. There's the government isn't the one that we should put a whole bunch of trust in. Right. So how do we know that they're telling us the truth? How do we know all this stuff? Right. How do we know? And we really don't, we really don't know. Um, it's about doing what's best for us and our family. And I think that self quarantining, um, again, the some I've been doing, I don't really go out much and hang out with a bunch of people. Um, but it, it, you know, I think it's something that we take serious, even if it is all a fluke. Um, but yeah, Wednesday and again, IG live. If you are somebody high, I see, I see uh wonder in there. I see young OG in there. Salute, salute. If you are somebody on IG live and you want to come onto the pod, just shoot me a request um, via IG live. Um, yeah. So Wednesday we had, we had a 5.7 earthquake. I'm at home at this point. It's 7.09 in the morning, and I literally get up to to turn my alarm off because I slept in that day. And um, the the rumble started happening, and I live, like, right on a tracks line. And for those of you that don't know that's not familiar with Utah, um, tracks is our train station. It's our train, um, the railroad tracks. So... This is a main railroad track. This is one that the Frontliner runs on. This is one that Am was it Amtrak's Amway, uh, I believe. Um, it's one of those big tracks. So um, we get trains all the time that go by, and it, it kind of shakes our, our place and whatnot. So I didn't really think nothing of it 
until the shit didn't stop. And then I was like, oh, shit. And then it got heavier and it got stronger. And it honestly, like, this shit felt like it lasted forever. It, it felt like it was not going to end. And um, so the first thing I do, I hop up and I'm, I'm, I'm yelling. I'm like, yo, where's the boys? Because I have two sons. And my girl's like, they're right here. And I was like, all right, we shoes on. We got to go. And so, um, so we, we put our shoes on, uh, low key. I ain't gonna lie. I might've put us in danger because I had to stop. I had to boo-boo. <laughs> I had to boo-boo so bad. Uh, so I told my girls like, yo, get the shoes on. I'm gonna go shit real quick. <laughs> and so I'm in the bathroom. We just had a 5.7, uh, earthquake hit us. And, um, and so I'm sitting there on the toilet. I'm like, damn, like this is the one day that this shit is not cutting off quick. And so, uh, and so I, I get that's you know, I get done doing my thing. And so, uh, you know, of course I wash my hands cause you are not gonna, we're not gonna, uh, contaminate. Um, but yeah, so I, 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 uh, after that, I grab my, my, uh, youngest who is 19 months, grab him and I'm running, I'm running, um, down the hall and whatnot and we run down the emergency stairway and we get out of there um i give my my son to my girl i go downstairs uh to the basement um to get my car because that was another thing that worried me i was like oh shit like my car is in the basement so if this shit crumbles my car is gone and i'm fucked um other than having insurance and probably getting a better car but that wasn't running through my mind other than i need to get the car out of there so i go down there I get the car out, I pull out, and um, and everybody, because I live in a, a, an apartment complex, um, or if you want to be fancy, a condo, whatever you want to fucking call it. Um, I live in a community, though, uh, and everybody at this point, as I'm, and I forgot to say, as I'm running down the hall, people are starting to open their doors, and they're kind of timid. I'm like, yo, we just had an earthquake. Get the fuck out. Like, are you guys good? Get out. Like, we got to evacuate. And so... Um, so, yeah, so after that, I pull out and um, uh, I hit the the parking lot and you can start to see all the families coming out. Everybody's like shook because um, since I've lived in Utah, I have never felt an earthquake. And to my timeline, looking at my timeline, it doesn't sound like a lot of people in Utah has felt an earthquake before. So I, this hands down was the, the, the scariest, the heaviest feeling uh, earthquake that I've ever been in. Um, and I've been in, I've been in a, a couple in, in Portland. Um, but yeah, you can just see the fear on everybody's face and their worry and their concern. And it's valid. It's a valid feeling. And, um, man, it, it, it I felt at that exact moment, like, after when we're driving, because at the at this time we we left the parking lot, we left my 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 place, and we're heading over to my pops, because my pops lives um just just maybe about ten minutes down the street in Glendale, and so we we uh, drove down uh, to to his house and make sure that him and my stepmom were good, and as I'm driving, I'm like, this this really puts some things in perspective, as far excuse me as far as we're, we ain't shit. We are not shit. Humans, we are not shit. 
If this earth was like, fuck y'all, I want everybody gone, That earth, the earth can do that just that quick and be gone. Peace. Here's a tornado. Peace. I'm wiping you out. Here's an earthquake. I'm wiping you out. Here's a tsunami. You gone. Right? Here's a fire. You gone. Here's a volcano. You gone. So it makes you really think. Like, damn, we ain't shit. And as a father... And as um, as a father and as somebody that, uh, you know, as a husband and father, it, it, it's it's like, damn, like I, I have people looking up to me like they have. I have people looking up to me like, yo, you what do we do? And at that point, I figured we just need to leave. We just need to get out of here. But there's only so much that I can do as a protector and other other fathers out there. Um, you might feel the same way, or maybe you just were prepared. Maybe you were, maybe you were just super prepared and you handled this like a champ and you've been through earthquakes and shit as a, as a father that hasn't, um, it, it was, it was eye opening, And, uh, I, I think I handled myself the best way I could have, um, with making sure my kids were, were safe and, you know, once once we got to my pops's crib, making sure that my oldest son understood what an earthquake was, what that what just happened, um, explaining to him what like what that feeling is, and that it's okay to be scared, but at the same time that this is regular, like it's it's regular that these earthquakes are happening. It's it's regular that uh, these aftershocks are happening. Um, Damn, Cuz said he he said the aftershocks has been crazy uh, on on IG Live. Yeah, the aftershocks has been wild. There was an aftershock, so we had the major earthquake, and that was the five point seven, and then uh, that was at seven oh nine, and I think around like four thirty ish, maybe we had another one that was uh no, it wasn't four o'clock. It was one because it was just when we got back to the crib. Um, it was like maybe one fourteen, one thirteen ish, and um, oh, what's up, nephew? My nephew's in the IG chat, um, or IG live, um, right after yeah. So when we got home at one like one thirteen, um, we got hit with a four point two, I believe it was. That was the aftershock, and it shook. It shook. It shook. It shook almost as heavy as it did the first time. Except this time I was in the car, so I felt it, I felt an earthquake in the car this time, and that was a, that was a weird ass feeling. But um, yeah, you know I let I let my son know that this is this is regular, but you know it's it's something that happens all all across the world, and um, just something that we need to be better prepared at for next time. You know, uh, making sure that we have everything just in case. You know, the, the the media says we got a big one coming. You know, uh, uh, scientists say that Utah has a big one coming. I don't know what that means. I don't know if that's, uh, a, you know, a six point something or seven point something. Or if we see, you know, up into the nines, you know, I don't I don't know any of that shit. But what I do know is that um, this was an eye opener for for me to to hopefully um, prepare better for next time. Because that shit was not fun. It was not cool. It was not cool. Nothing about that was cool. Um, man, 
Yeah, the power. And the thing that that's kind of weird is that while earthquakes are regular for Earth and around the world, and um, aftershocks are actually, to my knowledge, from what I've read, aftershocks are a good thing because it's relieving that pressure and it's it's settling back in. The plates are settling back in. Um, it's 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 wild that that we that we just go back on with our day like the earth just shook my nigga like the earth shook <laughs> you feel me like that's not that's not that's not something that just happens even though it's regular i hope i'm not confusing anybody but it's it's absolutely something that um that you you just got to be prepared for or try to be prepared for as much as possible Man, this shit got me. Uh, Uso Samurai says, it, it, uh, "Yeah, it made me realize how much I need um, to always have an emergency kit and or bag ready." Absolutely, absolutely, having that bag ready. If you have a large family, which I know you have uh, a couple of kids and stuff, that's something else. It's like, how big does this kit need to be? You know what I mean? Like this, I the people's anxiety has has skyrocketed. People are. Uh, fearful on top of this damn Corona, we got hit with an earthquake. So now we got to worry about, um, not only food to, to just stay sheltered, but then food, just in case we have another one that might take our shelter. Right. Like, let's see. Uh, let's see. Uso Samurai, you sent me a request. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Uh, yeah, we can go live with you. All right. So, um, uh, let's see. I've never done, I never, Uso La, ah, there you are. Hey, what's going on, my brother? Can you hear me okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, so tell me, tell me a little bit about, um, um, about you and the situation with the earthquake. This earthquake happened on Wednesday. Where were you at? Uh, I was actually sleeping. I was, uh, my, I thought it was my alarm because I worked that morning and, um, when I, the earthquake was happening. My wife was laying next to me. She was like, babe, babe, babe. And I woke up and I was like, oh shit. I thought I was like in a, you know, the call of duty when you first play and you wake up and I was like, oh shit. Like, and then, yeah, it was crazy, man. What, what what city are you in? I live in Rose Park. So I live like around like um, Jackson area. So like around downtown, like by the tracks. So gotcha. that's where I stay. And then, yeah, when it happened, like um, it was crazy because I got kids and, um, you know, my wife has you know, anxiety problems and stuff like that too. So it was just like, it was just happened so fast that you had to just react and just go. And, you know, I told everyone, Hey man, get in the car. Like, like I ain't trying to be in this house right now. And then we got in the car, I ran back, just grabbed our baskets, whatever we had in clothes and just chilled in the car for a minute until that shit stopped. But I was like, there's no way I'm not going to this house. So everything I hear is good. You know what I mean? So you're in a, a single level home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have a downstairs home, and then the people downstairs were running upstairs, and we're just telling everybody, hey, man, it's time to get out, man. Like, ain't time to play. And then I called my boss because we're still working. We haven't got shut down yet. I told my boss, I was like, hey, man, you tripping. I ain't coming to work after that. Like, I'm I'm good. Yeah. (laughs) And then he's like, no, it's all good. I understand. And um, it's, it's just crazy how... You know, even people I don't talk to normally, um, I reached out to and was like, hey, man, you guys good? Like just checking up on them and making sure that they're fine. 
and just try and put things in perspective that you know our time here is is just uh getting like that you know what i mean yeah and it's crazy yeah it's it's a it's a weird feeling was that your first earthquake yeah man i was uh born in cali but i was raised out here in utah so i say i'm from utah and yeah, it was just it was just crazy. At first, I thought it was like a car hit us, like a car hit our our because our house is by the in front of the street, and so I thought, oh man, a car like hit our hit our house and shook, and I was like, oh, what the hell? Hella ran out, and there was like nothing there, and it was still hella shaking. I was like, damn, it's just too crazy, man. So, so you wake up, you get the family out. Um, what's the feeling of your kids? Uh, to be honest, they're still like a little scared. Um, they're still like a little traumatized by it. Um, they always ask about, even with the coronavirus, they're scared about that too. Cause you know, they're not going to school. They're starting to do online schooling. Um, so it's just a lot for them to take in, you know, especially at their age. And then it's just, yeah, they're like, even the night after they're like always asking, Hey, is the earthquake going to happen again? Or is, you know, are we okay? Are we safe? And I'm like, yeah, like, don't worry. We're fine. You know, mom and dad are here, but it's just the fact that we have to re-ensure their safety is kind of hard. You know what I mean? Especially when we have no control of the shit. You know, our kids, yeah. they, they like, like I was mentioning, like our kids look at us like, mom, dad, you guys are our protectors. You need to protect us and take care of us. And mom and dad are scared too because we're dealing with nature. Like there's nothing more powerful than nature. We can't control this shit. Yeah, for real. I was like, I think that's the thing that was kind of bothering me is that i'm like dang how do i there's really nothing i can do besides just prepare for the next thing you know what i mean it's just crazy so did you already have a a, a survival kit type of thing put together before the earthquake oh, no no i didn't i just woke up put on whatever and then um made sure the first earthquake shock was like stopped and then after that it's like all right everyone get your clothes on and then i just put everything in like baskets and i said all right this is it for a couple of days and then when the car because i already have a like water bottles and stuff in my van yeah um, just in case for like quarantine and stuff like that it's stored in there so we don't have to use it but yeah it was just it's just crazy yeah pell in the chat says don't let your don't let your kids see you sweat and i agree <laughs> uh, you gotta yeah. It's as much as as much as we have to and as much as possible, like we have to try to keep our cool through these through these situations. And as um, you know, as we deal with the the aftermath, right, like we're dealing with and I don't know if your family has the same feeling, but my family and myself, I have this like anticipation, like I'm just anticipating another one. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so and that's where anxiety comes into play and having anxiety. And then that's when tippers, you know, you have tempers and stuff like that, um, which is, um, you know, can be troublesome in your relationship. Right. You, you might be arguing with your, your lady and stuff. And I don't know, man, it's it's a lot to take in. Yeah, for real. Like, that's why I was kind of like, yeah, I agree with him. Like, we do need to stay, you know, um, I guess a little bit more stronger in front of them um, when stuff like this happens. Cause you know, they rely on us and they look at us for safety. And as soon as they see us like starting to freak out or, you know what I mean? Or just not all there, then they're going to be like, Oh, then something's really wrong. You know what I mean? So. Absolutely. Absolutely. They're saying what's up in the chat. Hey, everybody in IG. Um, man, I am really glad that you decided to join. I appreciate you joining 
Um, yeah. Do you have any last words before we kind of break? Um, nah, man. Just thank you for letting me be a part of your your life for a minute. I, you know, I know we're still trying to get together and work on some things. Uh, yeah, I'm still got my shirts working, so hopefully I could get that ready for you. But it's yeah, crazy. For those of how... you that don't know, uh, Uso Samurai is a gamer, and I was trying. I've been trying to get him on, but and we had plans for April, and maybe we could still do it. But to be yeah. honest with you, you know, our safety and the safety of our families is is definitely more important. So yeah, we'll definitely get together, my man. Yeah, I just want to let everyone know, man, stay safe out there. Take the necessary healthy precautions, you know what I mean? Check on your loved ones. You know, even the people you, you don't really get along with in your family, you know, now would be the time to, you know, to kind of just check up on them, make sure they're doing all right, and uh, try and rebuild those bonds. You know, uh, I uh, that's kind of where I'm at. I kind of keep my circle small. And um, so when that happened, I kind of had to, like, open up my heart and be like, hey, you know, reach out to people that I know that have done me wrong in the past, but just kind of be like, you know, that's petty now. You know yeah. what I mean? You gotta, you know, it's just crazy how 2020 was a lot of deaths happening with celebrities like Kobe and stuff like this happening. It's just, you know, it takes you, it just, it just makes you realize like, Hey man, like you can't take life for granted. You know, you gotta, you gotta live to the fullest and, you know, and, you know, show, show your love out there. That's pretty much what I want to tell everyone is just, you know, Show your love, be safe, you know, be healthy, and, you know, God bless, you know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Well, I appreciate you, my man. Uh, feel free to stay in the chat, um, but I got to let you go. All right, cool, man. Thank you, man. Yep. Appreciate it. Peace. All right, much love. Peace. Okay. Yeah, thank you again, Uso Samurai, for joining. Um, again, if you're just joining my live stream, this podcast, maybe you clicked on it. Um, this was just really, um, an opportunity for me to get out of my house, um, come over here to the studio again, I'm by myself, so I'm still self quarantining, um, and really just get my thoughts out, you know, and see what everybody else is doing. Everybody else is self quarantining. So maybe you'll join the live. And if you have something to say, sh uh, shoot me an invite and, uh, I can get you on the live just like I did, uh, Uso Samurai and we can kind of, uh, chat it up. Um, but, man, yeah, I mean, he touched on Kobe Bryant's death in 2020. Um, it's really hard to see the positive in everything that's going on in, in, in 2020 when we have so much, so many challenges going on right now. Um, and it's weird, too, because I don't feel a knock on wood and all that superstitious stuff. I haven't been touched by Corona. Nobody that I know has gotten Corona um, other than, uh, DJ battleship, uh, he, he told me that he has Corona, uh, damn, we talk about this shit. Like it's like AIDS or something like, yo, he got the Corona. <laughs> um, and it's, and I'm not laughing to make fun of it, but I'm, I'm laughing because it's like, it's, it's, it's really wild, man. It's a really wild time. Um, the NBA is shut down. Um, there's really nothing going on right now. Celebrities aren't torn. A lot of people have uh, uh, canceled a lot of shows. We have no idea how long this is going to last. Um, and hopefully it doesn't last long because, like I said, like being a DJ, that's my second income. And doing shows and, and being a part of shows, that's my that's my second income. And a lot of people are out of their uh, first and second income because – 
um, of restaurants shutting down and things like that. I got to throw a huge shout out to the um, a bar named Sue community. My my coworkers there, man, they they they're out of work and um, just overnight, like all this shit happened. There was no there was no being prepared for it. Um, if you're in that industry, um, they were told by the Utah uh, government. They told that all restaurants need to close. They they we cannot have people or settings over ten over ten individuals in a in a setting like. So it put them out of work. And last night, actually, something really cool that happened was uh, they did a tip tip your waiter type fundraising type of thing, um, and uh, which was really cool. Um, let's see. I think my boy Pell is going to be uh, joining here here soon, um, joining the podcast. Pell! What up, my man? Go ahead and finish what you were saying, bro. I was listening to you. Go ahead. Yeah, I was just I was just saying about how City Weekly put together a tip your waiter um, fundraiser last night on Instagram and on social media. Um, a bar named Sue threw out all of the Venmo accounts for all of the employees, and um, people had the opportunity to tip them, whether if it was a dollar, ten dollars, whatever it was. Um, and they seen they seen a, a good turnout for that. So. Salute to everybody that helped donate with that. And we can continue to donate. Um, yeah. Me personally, I don't have a lot of money. I, like I said, I lost my second income uh, for right now. But, you know, I know that I'm I have a first income. Some of these people lost their first income. So uh, extra five bucks here, 10 bucks there. That's that can go towards, you know, a couple meals, a couple things of meat. You know, what I mean, who know, who knows how they use it? But yeah, man, it's it's a crazy time right now. Where were you with the earthquake, pal? <laughs> you were taking Bro, this shit, weren't you? No, nope, 100% <laughs> honest. I was I was on I was in the garage smoking smoke. Okay. I was smoking, I was smoking some weed. Yeah. And uh all of a sudden, I'm not even lying. I was literally out there. I was getting ready to go to work. And uh yeah, I can I can function at work after <laughs> I smoke. <laughs> Allegedly. Everything's anyway, alleged. Hey, so far so good, man. All right. So you so you're in the garage. And then all of a sudden, I heard the garage start, like, slamming. And I thought it was a large gust of wind. And then all of a sudden, I just started feeling the shaking. And then I threw everything down and ran in the house because the wifey and my baby was in, in the bed, you know what I'm saying? So I ran right in there to check on them. And by the time I hit the door, wifey was already up, like, what's going on? What's going on? Because it's her first earthquake that she's experienced. So she was tripping. And I just stood there in the doorway for a minute, just making sure everything was good and, and kind of waited till the shaking stopped. But it was crazy because even after the shaking stopped, it just you just felt this little like, you know what I mean? It was almost like you was on a, a roller coaster yeah. ride or an elevator or something. Yep. It was the weirdest feeling ever. Like I was in the earthquake when I was younger in uh, California, which I woke up to, you know what I mean? And so this one, I was actually already awake and I kind of thank God for that because I can't imagine being woke up. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's traumatizing. Like even, oh, my, yeah. even my wife, he's traumatized. Luckily, uh, little man, he slept right through it. Oh, good. My teenage son was at one of his boys' house. They he slept through it. Yeah, so he didn't he, feel it. No, he didn't feel it, man. His boys' dad walked in the room, was like, "Y'all feel that?" And they was kind of like, "What? What? What?" Like then they felt the aftershock, and then they kind of felt that. But I guess people still been feeling them too. I've been feeling them a little bit here and there, but I guess people still feeling them. There was one this morning. Uh, it hit probably about eleven thirty, um, and it registered in Magna at a three point five. I felt it in Murray. Did you? Yeah. 
Yup. You know, sometimes you don't know because it's like now it's got everybody tripping. You wonder if you actually are feeling something or if it, you know, if it's just your imagination. But it's a trip, man. You know, ever since I was a kid, I used to always worry because I know, you know, we're on the fault line. So I used to always worry about the big one ever since I was little. Every time I would hear him talk about it on the news, you know what I mean? So it's always stressed me out. And this is the first time, you know, a lot of us have felt something like that out here in Utah. Yeah. So that shook everybody up, man. Like, that was a trip. Thank God it wasn't the big one. Thank God it wasn't the big one. But it just shows you how fast it can happen. Oh, man. In a blink of an eye. That shit. Without you even knowing it, man. You, there's no expecting it. There's no warning. No, there's not. Damn. It's, it's, it's wild, too, because everything has happened so fucking quick. With this corona, with, with companies being shut down, with people being rushed to work from home, um, with food being gone, like, with toilet well, paper being gone. Everything. It's Bro, all going saying, so quick. Man. This is my opinion on that. This is kind of what I think. No matter what it is, what kind of message we're supposed to take from it, I think it definitely shows people that you just can't take life for granted. You can't take the people, your family for granted, your loved ones for granted. You can't take being able to go to the store and simply get those things for granted. Like Everything has been snatched from us so quick, and none of us ever thought this would happen. No. None of us ever thought something like this would happen in our lifetime, and now we're really seeing it. You know what I mean? And it's crazy. Like, I went out yesterday to McDonald's and uh, was able to get some food. And I was like, how late y'all open? And it was like, oh, we open till 10, the drive-thru, obviously. But it made me feel a little piece of sanity to know that shit's still, a little bit of shit's still going on out here. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, everything ain't completely shut down like other places. But, man, it's crazy, man. This is nuts. Um, How, how do you feel being a father and having something this... I'm going to say life changing because I feel like we won't I don't feel like we're going to go back to normal. I think that we're all going to be um, I don't want to say on on edge, but I feel like we're anticipating worse shit to happen. Mm. So how do you feel being a father and having all this shit going on right now? Well, being a father, like, well, one of my main concerns, first of all, with the coronavirus is my little man. He's only three, but he's already been to the hospital twice since he's been born with like some respiratory issues. And so that's been my main concern. I'm like, I don't care if I get it, which I do because I don't want to spread it to him. But I mean, like, I know my body can handle it. You know what I'm saying? I know. But him, I stress and worry about. But that's why I was just saying with your boy earlier, he was just talking to us. Like, I try not to let them see me sweat about it. You know, it's like we all have that switch. You know, I mean, look where we were thousands and hundreds of years ago, hundreds of years ago, even. You know what I mean? We didn't have they didn't have resources and somehow they still got by and we're tripping because we got all this shit shutting down around us. But it's like you still have to keep a level head for one, just to get through it and know what you're gonna do and what you're gonna do for everybody else. Cause even you know, wifey been a little bit on edge about it. You know, I got my 16 year old, he's not stressing a whole whole lot, but he's still paying attention. And then little man, he don't really know a whole lot what's going on because we try not to show him that. But yeah. I gotta be the strong man of the family to try to keep everything together. And I feel like that's what a lot of people gotta do is you just gotta stay headstrong. It's all it's all up here. You gotta stay headstrong. But uh, you know, I try not to let him see it. I try not to let him see me sweat. Um, I'm just trying to keep keep everybody level headed. Um, but man, like you just don't know. And I think that situations like this no matter what happens when we come up out of it i think everybody's going to be a lot more prepared for if something like this ever happens again which you know it, it only happens every so often like the main flu the big flu they had in like 1918 or some shit like that. i don't even remember what, what year it was but it was a long time ago killed millions of people but it seems like it comes in waves 
every so often, you know, I'm 36 years old and this is the first time I've ever, you know, dealt with something like this. But I bet you from now on, once things get back to normal, once the stores stock up and everybody's just back to normal, I'm going to be that guy that's stocking up on a little bit of extra shit here and there. Yeah. You know, I might boost up my weapon game a little bit. Maybe so, you know, I see people, you know, you we always kind of clown the doomsday preppers, but it's like... <laughs> You know what I mean? Right now, yeah. it's like, sheesh. Yep. I wish I was a doomsday. Person, <laughs> you know? like, hey, man. they just converted pill. I think yeah, they converted a lot of people, though. Yeah, absolutely, man. So I'm going to think, you know, twice when shit gets back to normal. Yeah, I told my girl, I was like, you know, we're good as far as um, supplies and stuff goes. Um, obviously, we still have clean water. I'm not worried about the water right now, but obviously, I got a cup. I got a few, um, you know, bottles tucked away and stuff like that. But even right now, I told my girl, I was like, even though we have a lot and we're good, if you see if you see a box of diapers, go ahead and snag yeah, it. Yeah, snatch it. Yep. You'll go yep. just get one. Like we're good. We don't need a whole ten boxes of diapers but yo if you see one just go ahead and grab it and our son might outgrow it that means that we can give that to the next person right yeah, yeah. so well, it's crazy because like two oh go ahead my bad no, no you go brother go ahead i was just gonna say about two weeks ago right when first shit kind of first started hitting the fan i went to winco because i'm like damn everybody talking about the water's gone so i went to winco and they had a whole wall full of water so i just went and grabbed one case i didn't even grab two i just went and grabbed one case went to the toilet paper aisle there was toilet paper. Luckily, I grabbed a bigger case than I normally get. Yeah. And um, and then all of a sudden, boom, right after that, she hit the fan and she was gone. And I'm still going off of that case of water. And I'm still going off of that case of toilet paper. You know what I'm saying? But it's like, thank God, I, I, I maybe wish I would have grabbed one or two more. But I'm still going off of that. And I don't feel like we need to be hoarding the shit. You know what I mean? We bought a, uh, we just bought a, um, a water purifier from off eBay. There you boom. go. Now we could use tap water, put that shit in the fridge, and, and drink off of that if it really comes down to it. I mean, they, I've been paying attention. They they saying that it ain't really in the, it's not in the water, and we ain't got to worry about the water being contaminated. So you got all the free water you need right there. You know yep. what I mean? So, I but, think, uh, too, as, um, you know, as we... No, like you said, nobody has had a case of being sick off of the water, so I think we're good there. Um yeah. But, you know, if if shit really goes bad and, and we're not talking about Corona, we're talking about the earthquake fucking up our, our pipes and our and our and shit below. Yeah. You know, that's that's another worry. And so it's like, how do you not give yourself anxiety worrying about the what ifs? Mm, you, I, I do. I'm probably one of the worst people at that. That's probably why right now I'm a little bit more level headed because I'm always one that I, I expect the worst. And, and hope for the best, you know what I'm saying? So I always go into a situation, so, you know, it's it, sometimes it's been a, a, uh, an issue, but because uh, I always think that, you know, just like I say, the worst. I might be thinking somebody's going to, you know, say some shit or talk some shit or whatever and then come to find out it's not even what I thought it was. So, I mean, I've been kind of used to to preparing like that. But, yeah, uh, yeah man, it's all about staying level-headed, bro. I see Bobby B. Mack in the chat. You're, what's going on, hey, DJ Freshness? Up, you're. Hey, I see you working. Oh my goodness! I just I just dropped a uh, reaction uh, video to Hollywood Kilo. I gotta watch the whole thing. I seen the teaser. Yeah, we uh, we did that last week. I got lazy, and that's another thing, man. Lizette, you know, with everything that's going on, it's don't let yourself get stir crazy. Like you gotta the mental health portion of this shit is extremely important. It is. It's something that. I don't even know who to ask or who to talk to about it because I feel like a lot of people haven't really been through anything like this. Yeah. 
So it, it's it's like um, make sure you're protecting your your mental, protecting your light because shit can go really wrong real quick. Even even outside of Corona, even outside of natural disasters up here, like your mind, you can make yourself go crazy. You can you can really fuck up a lot of shit. So yeah, like the memes have been saying, man, you could you, you, you before the coronavirus even touches you, the shit been already touching your mind. Yep. You know what I'm saying? And just a quick thing, I don't know uh, for your for the people that watch or the people that might watch this. So I've been seeing a couple things that they're kind of telling you some things to like try to adhere to 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 kind of stay safe as you can. But they're saying to drink warm liquids instead of cold liquids. So like ice water, even though it's all good and shit, they're saying right now to try to avoid this shit. You drink warm liquids, tea, hot cocoa. You know what I'm saying? Warm water, room temperature water. Um, <clears throat> Hot showers and baths, they say that it sticks in your hair and on your clothes a lot. So if you end up going out into the public, oh shit. Say, as soon as, say as soon as you get home, don't even sit down on the couch. Go straight to your shower or bath. Wash that shit out. Um, gargle once or twice a day with salt water, they say, because that does something uh, with, with the lining of your uh, throat to help the virus not being able to get in there as much and as, and as, as well. Word. So um, things like that. These are some precautions that I've been hearing. Um, you know, just everybody stay safe. Obviously, wash the hands. Yes. Um, you know, if your kids. It's all about that, that, that keeping everything uh, sanitized. So, yeah, man, just want to spread that just so people watching can, you know what I'm saying, try to adhere to some of that. But, uh, yeah, man, everybody stay safe, man. We're going to get through this, though. Yes. We're going to get through this. You know, I think a lot of the media and shit does have a lot of people spooked and panicked because it's something we ain't never seen before. Yeah. So everybody's wondering what to do, you know, what to do. But if you think about it, it's not a whole lot different from the flu. I mean, people die from the flu as well. Um, you just got to really take care of yourself. And right now we're in a crazy time. So I hope everybody stays sane. Keep doing your workouts. I've been doing home workouts. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Go to the gym. So I've been doing shit at home. So, you know what I'm saying? Stay stay trying to get a routine down. Everybody, you know, don't just sit idle and worry and watch the news. And, you know, keep trying to live your normal life, even if it's inside of your house. You know, stay busy. Yes. And um, be sure to, uh, I mean, you're quarantined anyway. So go go watch uh, some of the movies that Pell has uh, helped out with and got got done. Yeah, man. Hell yeah. If you want Amazon, you got Amazon Prime. Go check out Dear Lord. Go check out Fear Level. Go check out. Uh, Implicit Invitation, go check out the Journey documentary by uh, J.D. Allen. Go check out uh, what else? Simone Gold. Simone Gold, one, two, and three. Yeah, man, go check them out if you're bored. Amazon, Amazon Prime. The Young OG Perspective, Pell was on there. Go check that out. That's on YouTube now. Man, all y'all guys are doing your thing, man. I really love it, man. I do. I do. And I like that you're doing this right now. This is dope. You know what I'm saying? It's got. I thought about doing maybe going live or something. Like, it's something just to keep shit, you know? Yeah. While we all sitting home, you might as well do something. Yep. Communication, man. Create content, man. And I think, honestly, yeah. I think talking about this shit relieves some of that anxiety as well. It really does, especially when you get other people's uh, other people's perspectives on it. You yeah. Know what What's up, little man? They messy hair, don't care. Hey, we quarantined up. <laughs> My son has the same hair right now. Yeah. <laughs> cool, pal. Well, man, I appreciate hey, you uh, checking in, love. and uh, I'll talk to you soon, my brother. Sounds good, my man. Take care, fam. Stay blessed. Peace. All right, big shout out to Pell again for joining. Um, we can We're coming up on forty-two minutes. I was honestly not expecting to go this long, man. I appreciate everybody tuning in. Uh, Bobby B Mac, I got my uh, my review of uh, Hollywood Kilos video out now on YouTube. Um, 
before I close out, anybody else want to join my live real quick? Anybody want else want to uh, join the podcast? We had Uso Samurai on earlier. We just finished up with Pell. Uh, really good conversation with both of them uh, brothers. So I appreciate them uh, joining. Um, but yeah, I don't know what to even call this. Do we call it Quarantine 2020 podcast? Do we call it the Isolation Protocol 2020 podcast. I don't know. I don't know what we're going to call this, but um, maybe I'll do another one here soon. I appreciate everybody listening and um, and tuning in to IG Live. Be sure to follow me at Dre Rocka everywhere. Um, and yeah, go on to YouTube, All Rock on YouTube, A-L-L-R-A-W-K um, on YouTube. Go check out some of the content on there. Stay safe. Keep your family safe. Um you know, stay alert, but don't worry. Um, like Pell said, man, we'll get through this. Everybody have a good day and take care. I'll talk to y'all soon. Peace. Peace.